0: What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us. We're going to have a special uh, bonus episode for you guys. Again, I'm making a guest appearance on my good friend Abe Delgado's Devil's Advocate Sports Talk Show Live on Facebook. So thanks for joining us. We're going to talk about MLB, MMA, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm going to kind of rehash some of the things we talked about on my most recent podcast episode of The Injured List regarding the Achilles tendon injury to Kevin Durant and whether or not he's going to be playing this season. So we'll see how that goes. And we'll uh, probably touch on a couple of couple of other various topics so thanks for joining us and stay with us we'll be back after this you're listening to the injured list podcast with your host brian scott your go-to resource for all sport injury related topics for show notes and other resources visit the injured now back to the show
1: I can't hear him. I know you guys probably hear him. I don't hear you, Adam. Listen, man, you could try to maybe call my phone and get on. I know you want to talk about the Giants schedule, but uh you're going to have to try back next week maybe. I don't know. You got the DOM disease, but I know this one's working. I know this guy we're going to be able to hear him and he has his own sports podcast. We are bringing in Brian Scott from the injured list. Oh no. I think he's having issues too, Brian. Can you hear me? I
0: can hear you loud and clear.
1: All right, for some reason, I don't see your picture, but we can hear you. So that's all I'm concerned about right now. Brian, where do you want to start? Uh, I know you had some injury updates you wanted to talk about, but where do you want to go?
0: Um, We can touch base on some of the stuff you guys already talked about if you want.
1: Tell me, man, what's on your mind?
0: Well, I got to say, um, I kind of caught it a little bit late, but I heard you guys were talking about the MLB proposal. Yeah. Um, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with a, a shortened season, but what I don't like about the proposal is this 14-team postseason thing. Like, what is that all about? Like, are you kidding me? I mean, look, they're playing half the season. It's not like they're playing a third. It's not like it's like a NCAA tournament. I mean, let them play half the games and then do it like a normal playoff format. Like, I, I don't know. And I could care less about the 50-50 profit sharing, all that stuff. Like, I, I don't really care where the money goes with these teams and these organizations and whatnot like it is what it is. Money should not be
1: the issue I mean obviously I get the concerns about the testing and what happens when somebody tests positive and you know what treatments are out there for these guys to not spread it to each other and their families I get it these guys have small children at home but money should be should not be the reason that is stopping this that's just to me that's greed at this point.
0: Yeah yeah I agree Um, and you know it's hard for me to kind of from one side of the fence to the other on this because of my career. You know, as a healthcare provider, uh, I feel like these guys are pretty low risk. Their kids are low risk. Their families are probably low risk. As long as they're not near anybody who's high risk, then I don't see what the big deal is about letting them play and letting them be in the locker room and whatnot and getting tested. If they're getting tested, then it should be a big deal. If they're following precautions, wearing masks, washing their hands should not be a big deal. But uh, the other side of me also says, well, you know, uh, I want them to be safe. And if they're going to have to do all these precautions and restrictions, they might as well just bag it and just come back next year full swing. I mean, it sucks because everybody loses out on all these games. And
1: I know, I know. And uh, yeah, I totally agree with you at this point. It's like, should I get off the pot? I mean, are they going to have a season or not? Because you better figure that out now. uh, And you got to get these guys ready to go. Otherwise, you know, it's going to be a horrible season anyway. Exactly. Uh, but to me, any baseball is good baseball. I'll take 82 games. I think that'll be extremely exciting. Like I said, every game will count. Yeah. So, you know, count a lot more. You know, the best teams can't have a four or five game losing streak, right? No team can afford that. Nobody can afford With that, what's yeah. going on if they have a shortened season. But um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. I, I think they're going to probably end up not having a season. That's just me. Hopefully football starts on time.
0: Yeah, I, I just don't think that the uh, – MLB Players Association is going to come to an agreement with uh, with the MLB. I just don't see it happening with the Players Association. Yeah, I don't either.
1: I really don't either. Yeah. Uh, So, Brian, I know you wanted to talk. I I heard a lot of people talking to you about a possible return for Kevin Durant uh, and also the UFC fight. Uh, I know watching the fight that Tony Ferguson broke his orbital bone. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you want to talk a little injuries or where you want to go from here, but stage is yours.
0: Yeah. So just to touch on the UFC stuff. So going back to the coronavirus thing. I mean, like, okay. So they did. They it sounded like everything was in place. They had the right intentions, but the execution was poor. Joe Rogan's in the in the ring interviewing guys, right. no mask, right. touching them, and then Dana White walks up to a guy, slaps the belt on him with no mask on, touching him. I mean, no, it, yeah, If you're not going to do it fully. Then why even bother? Like, and that's going to cause some problems now with all the other sports going forward because everyone's going to look at that. And they just had guys testing positive, which blows my mind. Like how those guys could walk in the ring without a mask after they had athletes that were already testing positive. Like, right? So, so my my right. viewpoint is at some point, whether it be football or baseball or basketball, whichever sport decides to come back, and UFC screwed it up because they were the first ones and they they could have set the precedent. Somebody, there's going to be a group of guys testing positive, and then at some point it's just, they're going to just be like, shut it down. <laughs> right. So, you know, they had a good opportunity, golden opportunity there to, to kind of set the, the president be the leaders, and the, 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 the two funniest. most noticeable, recognizable figures in all of MMA in UFC. I know. The, I know. The president, CEO, and the head announcer, who has a huge, hugely popular uh, podcast, is in the ring, not following precautions.
1: I mean, it just. <laughs> and the funniest thing was, like, so they had a rule that all three of the TV announcers when they were watching the fights were all on opposite sides. They couldn't sit next to each other. But then when they were previewing fights right before they're all standing like literally right next to each other. So it's like, well, which is it? I I don't understand this. And then you're right. Joe Rogan's in the ring, no mask microphone with his arm around the guy talking to him and, and giving an interview. It was just insane. And then you're right. Dana White of all people, is strapping the belt on guys and standing right next to people uh,
0: i don't know and, and this is where i have the problem of separating myself from a fan and an average person and a, and a healthcare care provider because if you're not going to follow all of the recommendations and if you're not going to follow all the regulations and restrictions and and follow social distancing guidelines then why are we even bothering like why are we bothering why is everybody in a big uproar you might as well just go about your life and do our thing like we normally do. And whoever gets infected, gets infected. and we just get over it and on with it. But, you know, I can't say that. You can't be political about it and all that jazz. But, but you know, this is the problem. Like you see what's happening in the ring and you see what the UFC did. They had all, these, everybody around the ring is wearing masks, except the people in the ring, which makes no sense to me.
1: <sighs> I don't know. I, I mean, there's no way you're gonna have any of these sports. The whole thing is what what do you do when a percentage of the athletes start testing positive, it's going that's to happen. It's, it's inevitable. It's, gonna it's inevitable. Happen. So, what do we do? What is the protocol? What happens? Do if they're not showing symptoms, they're are they done for the season? Are yeah. you know? It's it's just this is the mess that's been created, and I don't know how we're going to get around it because even when. September rolls around and football starts and, and then they start talking about the second wave and I know, it's, you know we gotta have a vaccine vaccine is like nowhere near there, or, no,
0: that's gonna be over a year minimum there's this is just not, not, not happening not yeah, anytime absolutely. soon guaranteed alright I mean, let's, let's move on I, was, I don't wanna harp on that
1: <laughs> yeah I don't wanna harp on that either Um, but, but let, let's talk you wanna the, talk about last dance, what do you wanna do well,
0: well so Ferguson's injury I mean uh orbital fracture of the it's basically the, the eye socket, essentially, is what that is. Oh. Oh, I mean, that just goes to show you how much force these guys punch with. <laughs> and the fact that he kept coming, charging forward, I mean, God bless him. He kept – did you watch the fight, Brian? I caught the highlights, and I did see some video of him in the hospital dancing around like a lunatic. You got to be a little bit crazy to be able to take those punches that keep coming forward. I Brian,
1: <laughs> I I would love – I mean, I would love for you to watch the fight and talk to me about it because well, – Well, I did. No, I, I mean, I caught –
0: I caught most of it. I no, saw- no, no.
1: I mean, like, Brian, the amount oh, yeah, of he got, head shots.
0: Yeah, he got pummeled.
1: Brian, like, and kept and kept fighting. And then the last minute of the fight, Brian, I was begging them to stop the fight. I thought this guy was going to die in the rain. Yeah. I've never seen a person take more blows to the head than what he took. Yeah, he's getting hit pretty hard. in my life. And I've watched boxing and UFC for probably three Twenty-eight years. Yeah,
0: no, he was getting um, good, dude. He, he he caught him with a kick and a left oh, hook at one point in the ending round.
1: Uh, right, he took so many hard did. shots. I don't. Know, and I don't know I why corner, corner didn't
0: throw in the towel.
1: Oh, they should have because I think they were afraid of him, and that's wow. what happened. They were afraid of him, and they gotta have they gotta have that where they're protecting him. The ref finally finally stopped it when he realized that Tony Ferguson was done. Yeah, and it was just. I mean, I was really concerned for the guy's health. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I think they should have stopped that a
0: little while ago. I mean, he was getting pummeled. I agree. Uh,
1: I going agree. into that round, they should have stopped it. Yeah,
0: he, I, I, I did he catch most of it, and yeah, I agree
1: totally. <laughs> uh, it was just unbelievable. I mean, I give the guy kudos for being that tough because I don't know how he kept moving forward. He kept coming, coming for the guy. It was unbelievable, but he kept getting hit with shots, and Gagey turned in a phenomenal performance. I can't wait to see him fight Habib. And then the next fight will be Conor McGregor for sure. Yeah, that's and I think cool. it's good because I think it's about time that we have. You know, the UFC is all about Conor and Habib, two guys. You know, Russia and Ireland. I love getting behind Gagey because he's he's an American fighter and he's a great example to to kids and to even adults. He's just he's a he's a class guy. He really is. So, yeah, I'm looking um, forward to his next fight. Yeah, should be great.
0: But yeah, um, um, so The Last Dance was great. I enjoyed it immensely the last couple episodes. I mean, every episode's been awesome thus far. What was your
1: highlight from? Well, if you could take one part that you would say was the best part you saw, what would it be? So
0: what really got me was when Jordan was talking about his his kind of like, the reason why he would get on guys and how he would try to motivate people and and how he got, at one point he got so emotional that he was like, break.
1: Like he just started no, crying. He just had to he stop. started crying. And that's how intense this guy was. That's what's. Well, I think it's for two reasons. I think number one, I think he saw himself and he said, man, I was hard on these guys. But then at the same time, he said, he said to himself, like, I'm, I can't believe I'm being critiqued, like defending myself because of, that's the way I was. That's the reason we were so good.
0: Well, I mean, but, like, why, yeah. you, why did you have to defend yourself for wanting something so bad? And because you work so hard like, to achieve that. Um
1: and I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad, but people like my wife, uh, who didn't have coaches like we did, <laughs> and no, I'm serious. She didn't. She never had a coach that really got after her or her teammates. My wife was a very good athlete in, in growing up, yeah, but um, but she never had a coach that would would really get on her. And to see that, I think took her took took her back a little bit. Like she got taken back. Like, oh man, he's kind of being an asshole. And I'm looking at it going. My coach was worse than him. Yeah. <laughs> like like way worse. So oh, I, I think it just it takes average people looking at it that don't have the perspective that we did growing up with sports and coaches. Yeah. And didn't have that, you know, competitive person pushing them and doing what they need to do and yelling and screaming at them. Worse sometimes. Um, they didn't have that. So they see this guy doing it and they're like, oh man, that's not politically correct. That's not. I wouldn't want him yelling at my son like that. So there's a lot of people out there, and that's where I think that perception is yeah of him being an asshole and, you know, punching Steve Kerr. And listen, man, you and I both know growing up as a man, you know, sometimes you had a fight with your best friend, a fist fight, and yeah. after that, you guys become closer, yeah. and sometimes people don't understand that, and, yeah. and that's just the way it is.
0: No, yeah, I totally agree. I, I I didn't have a problem with some of the clips that they showed now. Some people may construe that as him being an ass, which is fine. Um, I was the type of kid, and you you probably are similar to me, where that I just used that as, okay, well, this guy really thinks that I'm capable of doing what he wants me to do, and I'm going to use that as motivation to improve myself right. and my game and That's take my game to the next level to try and help him because he can't do it alone. And if you, what, what impressed me the most about those clips and those uh, scenes of them in practice and him getting on guys was every clip of them doing like sprints back and forth across the court who was in first and who was busting his balls trying to break everyone else's legs was Jordan. He was the first guy back and forth and, and by a long shot too. So so if you're willing to put in the effort, then right. I don't see a problem with him getting on guys and. He trying said to it perfectly. Them.
1: He said, "I never, ever once asked any of my teammates to do something that I was not willing to do myself."
0: And, and for that reason, right there, it, it, I I don't have a problem with it, and I can, and I you know I wish. I, had a, a, I wish I played alongside a Jordan. I mean, I sure. idolized the guy growing up. I was a huge Knicks fan, but I idolized the guy growing up. I had the, the Jordan sixes in junior high. I, had, I wore number 23 junior high in eighth grade. Um, I mean, I, I hated when he played the Knicks because I knew he was going to kill him. And he did every time he came to the garden. And I respected right. him and I respected his game for it. I mean, never did he hear a bear at bed, bad thing coming out of his mouth. You know he never disrespected anybody on the court he if you disrespected him he just came at you harder and made made you work harder and played more physical he didn't like trash talk I mean maybe he did but we didn't hear it he didn't go on social media thank god they didn't have it back then because he he probably wouldn't have done it anyway but um you know that's that's what I admired most about his game and I'm glad that the last two episodes kind of really tapped into that
1: we will see man the last two episodes people are going to be crying that it's over but uh, I'm hearing that there is uh, going to be another one of these similar to it about Kobe Bryant because he was taped. There was literally a camera crew following him his last season, and then there's going to be something on Magic Johnson too. So I think this is the first of a few of them that are gonna that are gonna come out, and they're great. So well,
0: so this is uh, why I put Kobe. I always put Kobe right behind Jordan, and pretty much like right nipping on his heels. I don't care about the statistics. If if you look at the mentality kobe was very similar he maybe carried himself a little differently he maybe didn't ride guys as hard as michael did but kobe had a different method of motivation but he also was one of those guys like he took his game to another level and he carried people with him you know he carried his teammates with him and made them better too and he constantly sought to improve his game and perform and as far as i'm concerned aside from this that whole rape allegation thing uh he had a a unblemished record in my eyes i mean he was a stand-up guy uh, you never heard bad things coming out of his mouth he always gave a good interview um you know as far as i'm concerned he's a better role model than some of these guys we got today and uh so i always put kobe up there with, with jordan right behind him
1: i agree i i can't believe people just leapfrog him for lebron i hate that Listen, that's a long debate i mean lebron is a great player no doubt but there's other guys too. I mean, I even think people don't realize how great Magic Johnson even was.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, when you look at his statistics, the guy averaged almost like nine point two assists per game over his career, on top of nineteen points a game and like six or seven rebounds. So, I mean, you there's a lot of guys there, and yes, I think Kobe is really right there. Um, but I think, I think the distance between one and two between Jordan and anybody else is probably the size of the Grand Canyon. And and that's what I think people are realizing now.
0: Well, I think Don made a good point too, where he said um, when the trainer at, when Jordan's uh, personal trainer was like, when do you want to start? He said tomorrow. That, that kind of summed it up for me too. You know that, because if you look at some of the video of when he came back from baseball to play toward the end of that one season, and you can actually see that he was kind of brought down because of his the conditioning. he was brought down to the level of some of the guys around him. he wasn't making those shots that he normally would make. He didn't seem like he was getting a lift off the ground like he normally would. And then you heard about him getting in the gym so soon after, um, and then coming back and winning three consecutive championships again. It's like yeah. the only reason he Great. did that wasn't because of his physical ability. It was that, yes, that was a big part of it, but his drive, his motivation to be at the highest physical, mental, state of readiness and preparedness and in and, and able to translate that onto the court is, is what came through in that those scenes at, at that episode and that also to me was like the thing that stood out to me is like that's awesome that's why i love jordan
1: absolutely man well listen i gotta get going uh anything else you want to chime in on before we go
0: oh so i just well i just published my last my most recent podcast uh, earlier today And in it, I'm I'm kind of I I actually got uh, some questions submitted from a fan who wanted to talk about Kevin Durant's uh, Achilles injury and whether or not they thought he would actually be back this season should the NBA season start again. And so I just check it out. It's a little uh, interesting thing because I talked about other athletes that have gone through the same injury and how they came Mm -hmm. back or if they came back and how they did. So um, I'm not going to tell you what I what I. That's my summary. You're going to have to listen oh, to the podcast to get tease. the answer. That's but, a good tease. But, yeah, check it out. I watch the show. So we'll see what happens with the NBA. We'll see if Kevin Durant uh, suits up this year or not. We'll see.
1: We'll see if there's even an NBA. I don't yeah. know. But, Brian, you're always a pleasure coming on here, giving your perspective, your knowledge. And I'm sure we're going to be uh, seeing a lot more. You check out his show, Brian Scott, The Injured List, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out; it's definitely worth the listen. Brian, I will. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. Huh?
0: Thanks, bud. We'll see you then.
1: All right. Have a good one. You too, bud. Guys, this has been an amazing show. Thank you, everybody out there, for watching Devils Advocate Sports.
0: Thanks, everybody, for joining us once again. This concludes another episode of the Injured List. I'm your host, Brian Scott. Once again, thanks to Abe Delgado, host of the Devils Advocate Sports Talk Live on Facebook every Tuesday at 8 p.m. You can catch his live Facebook sports talk show. It's all about the fans. He loves participation. I'm usually a guest on there to talk about some different sports related topics, not just injury stuff there. So thanks again for joining us. And as always, people stay active, stay healthy, stay safe.